Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. This is the Mandalorian rewatch that is Star Wars colon, the Mandalorian colon, the Watchmen. This is Season 2, Chapter 13, The Jedi. And of course, I'm Colton Robertson, joined by none other than, of course, Joseph George. Hello, friend. The Poo Poo Man. What's going on? No, no, it's Poopy. The Poopy Man. The Poopy Man. I didn't want to say it out loud. No, you wear that badge. With he takes honor. more. He takes more pride in poo poo than poopy. <laughs> well, that's Joseph George for you. Uh, we also got uh, Miles Buttress. Hello, friend. Hello, hello. Uh, we also have on the screen that I can see and you cannot. One KBZ Kyler Barnett. How's it going? Good, good, good to see you. This the greatest episode of The Mandalorian so far. Would you say? Oh, dude, I don't know how you could disagree. I don't... It's so good. So good. You gotta think, for others, would it be their best episode? I don't care how little you know of the Expanded Universe. If you don't automatically think this is the best episode solely based off of Grogu, you don't deserve to watch another Star Wars universe thing at all. It's... Like, even Trenton Moore, uh, one of our friends, he, uh... When he finish the episode he doesn't know anything about ahsoka tano and he goes that was the best episode of the mandalorian by far that's exact because that's that's funny because my dad hasn't seen any clone wars any rebels anything he's really only seen the movies Mm -hmm. and you know he started watching this like a couple weeks ago just out of the blue and he binged all of season one and then he (laughs) got to the end of where season two had like the last episode he's like Mm -hmm. What what the fuck? Where's the rest? Like, I like I, you mean to tell me this is it? This is over? I'm like, no. Now you gotta wait till next Friday. He's like, well, what the fuck? This is bullshit. The fuck is that all about? <laughs> yeah. No, and then he watched this one and he had some of the he had similar thoughts. He was like, who is that girl? I'm like, that's Ahsoka Tano. She's kind of a badass. And he's like, this is fucking awesome. So well, I mean, like, like, I feel like if you. Like I said, I just don't know how you could be a fan of anything Star Wars, be it very relaxed fan or to the max nerd out like geeky. I don't see how you could be mad. I don't see how you couldn't find something for you. Exactly. I don't see how you could be a fan of ev- of just anything good in this world and not just be happy about Grogu. <laughs> oh my Dude, God. Grogu was just – Grogu. We got yeah. his name. It's Grogu. I what? still struggle to remember to call him it, though. Like, I said something in the chat well, It's going to take, some time. Baby, it's gonna take like, some time. God, Grogu is good. It's it's going to take me more time to remember to call Den, Den, than it will take for me to remember to call Grogu, Grogu. It's true. That's because Grogu is just adorable. I still don't call Dude. Den. We, Den. We, I when still me and don't Miles, do that, so. When me and Miles were watching this in the, uh, the, the group we were in at uh, th- 2 a.m., uh, the episode, whenever Grogu or Grogu came up. She said, Grogu and I can communicate. I, everyone like audibly gasped. 
It was. It was the only time in the episode where I I fe- I physically sat up in my bed and was like, "Wait, did we?" Grogu. Uh huh. I yeah, thought they were talking about something totally random that was just like happened to be in the area. Like I was like, "Who, who the fuck is that?" Like, what the fuck is Grogu? Like, where's the goo baby. and why is it growing? Like, <laughs> hey, where's the freaking yellow? Where's the freaking <laughs> Grogu? Oh, well, I mean, man. we've increased our uh, total number of Yoda species by fifty percent now because we only knew two, and now we know three. Poor <laughs> hey, hey. Yaddle. So, uh, Joe. Yes. Off mic, you were saying that, uh, him having a name now kind of changes the way you feel about eating. This is true. It's just more personal, and I don't know, I can't eat a guy. I have never thought of the possibilities, but it makes so much sense. Welcome. Welcome to sanity, like, to the normal (laughs) side of human. Welcome, welcome to being a normal person. Yeah, I just, I I passed the threshold today, or... (laughs) Thursday. Well, we're proud of you. Yeah, we're thank proud you. of you. You're, You're no here. longer a psychopath, and that makes us happy. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm glad. Shall we longer. jump into this uh, scene by scene breakdown of season two, chapter thirteen, The Jedi? Please, please. I'm so excited. Directed by Dave Filoni, written by Dave Filoni, just perfect. So, we open on a village in peril. This is Caladan on the city of in the uh, planet of Corvus. People rushing through the streets, a bell alerting the soldiers to take up arms and head on outside the gates. And as citizens take cover, soldiers listen and watch as blaster bolts fire beyond the city's walls. And at this point, I'm like, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I, the, I just am a fan. They've done this trope like three times, four times maybe in the show already. And they've done this in movies countless times. But I'm a fucking sucker, and I mean an absolute sucker for some dark, like, ominous-looking shit with just blaster bullets going mm-hmm. fucking everywhere. This reminded, just... me of, uh, reminded me of Game of Thrones in the Season 8 when the Dothraki charge out at the Army of the Dead and they oh, yeah. slowly go out. It, it reminded me oh. of, uh, oh, what's the, it's one of the, like, Star Wars, I can't, I just can't remember the name. It's the one about, like, she's getting the plans for the Death Star. Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. I just couldn't remember the name of it. It reminds me of the end of Rogue One where it's like leading into the start of episode four with Darth Vader. Mm. And like yeah. standing in the darkness and like as the lights hit, and it's like the ominous. It reminded me of that and I loved it. <laughs> well, that that's the thing too is here, you know, we see uh, this group of soldiers retreating and then right out the gate, two white lightsabers. Didn't hesitate at all. Two white yeah. lightsabers. It's Ahsoka Tano. What's Dude, up? Dude, I, I, I hadn't. I was caught so off guard i mean we're talking like 30 seconds in and she's been revealed Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to say it felt unceremonious because it didn't at all it felt fucking fantastic it's the first time they showed lightsabers but like automatically ceremonious but like it fucking like see i did not expect to get her that quickly i definitely expected to start on mando and baby and then get to ahsoka i had no way planned to just like open into the episode and boom there she is and it just took me off guard in like such a way, and it just fucking oh man. I uh, I a hundred percent know what you're saying because I w- had fully mentally prepared myself to not see Ahsoka until like ten minutes into the episode. Wow, and I yeah. was fully prepared for it to be like ten minutes of of Mando like flying through space. Something would happen to slow him down getting to the planet or something like that. And then as soon as that just immediately Corvus, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then just white lightsaber, I was like. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I think what I had expected was more like, uh, like they get into Corvus fine, but once they land, they had like some beef going on. Like somebody got mm-hmm. in and tried to in, like do and some shit Ahsoka to Mando, team. maybe, and then Ahsoka came in out of nowhere. But like, even then, I just did not expect, I didn't anticipate seeing her that quickly. And in that, like, I didn't expect to get the focus of the intro to be her mm-hmm. and like being a badass. Like, I yeah. didn't expect to get that that quickly. And it was, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I was, I was prepared for an an actionless Ahsoka. Like I said that mm-hmm. on this podcast, and like thinking back, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> of course, we were going to get Ahsoka in action. But it it just immediately exceeds my expectations. Immediately, right out oh, of the gate. It was so good, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, she's just going to absolute work, looking like a damn ghost out here with her gray cloak, cutting through trees and shit, forcing that shit at another guy. Let, and when the tree fell down and she had her lightsabers ignited, I was like, oh, so, so this is what it's about. This is I fun. loved, I just loved the scene for, like, this just seems so fitting for her. Like, mm-hmm. on a dark-ass planet like this, like, she's kind of trying to hide out, be, what, which, like, I hate to say be discreet because, like, she's really just fucking these dudes up, no remorse, like, no, <laughs> like, no, like, shade, like, just, like, she's just, like, about it. But, like, just this planet, like, the, just, it fits so well for, like, her secluded, like, life now that we, like, know she's been living. Like, just that, like, That's dark thing, of a though, planet. Like, how, it's still like, unclear how long she's been here. I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't think she's been there that long because I was kind of, like, kind of like Colton. I was expecting it would, like, the our first scene of her would be kind of like, I don't know if you guys have watched Rebels outside of Colton, where she's just, like, in complete seclusion, kind of like Luke was, where yeah. he's on his own, no one's near him, and she's just, like just in the force and not doing anything else. And that's I what think, I expected. I think, and then, I think she's taken this place in Canon, like that Luke Skywalker had in the EU, which was that after episode six, he was just like this, like, like kind of a Batman esque figure in which he just went planet to planet. Kind of like nobody really knew who he was. He was always darkly cloaked. He saved people and got going like, that's yeah. what he did. And that's what this kind of feels like is that Ahsoka's kind of taken that role. Like she's going to go, See, like taking down Imperials where she can, almost like almost like Admiral Cap- Thrawn, I guess. Almost like Captain Marvel does in mm-hmm. Endgame. You know how we yes. check in and she's talking about how she's going plane to planet. Not every planet has the Avengers. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 No, I kind of got the that, like the hint that she's been there for a while. This planet because the people who pointed Mando to her said that she'll definitely be here. Or exactly. That's what's confusing too. Is that and, like, so? I yeah. don't know how long she's been here. Maybe Bo-Katan and Ahsoka are more closely in contact than we think. Yeah, so maybe maybe, yeah. maybe they just kind of relay like, "Hey, I'm headed here." Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, or maybe it was. Oh, oh sorry. Go they're ahead. probably collaborating. Part. Yeah, of the that's same what I was going to say. Maybe it's kind of like a, "Hey, I'm going to go here. You go. You good there? You need to, like that kind of thing." Like they're kind of trying to do a similar ish thing type. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. kind of clearly there. I mean. They're they're clearly going towards the same goal since uh, Bo-Katan is after the Darksaber and through that she's after Moff Gideon and Ahsoka's after Grand Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. And so it's – I feel like through that they're kind of like – their goals align and so I think they've they've previously worked together and so she was probably like, hey, I know you're kind of – I know you're dipping to go do this and to go try and find Moff Gideon. 
well, I'm going to go find this random woman that's ruling this planet and has destroyed a bunch of stuff. I'm going to go find her and make her tell me where Moff, where Thrawn is. And so that's probably why she knows where, um, where Ahsoka's at at that time. And she was like, yeah, she's probably at Corvus right now. She's probably there just fucking shit up. So yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right there. That's a, that's, that's some good line of thought there. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, Dude, we are in for a fucking long one. We're like 30 seconds into the episode. <laughs> it's been 11 minutes. Uh, I mean, Hey, I'm fucking about it. Like I love it, but it's just funny to me. Like I looked down, I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be it. Uh, so that, that tree falls and the, that shot with her ignited sabers is dope. And the soldiers retreat to the gates and they look for the hidden Ahsoka and they're just, it's on edge. Camera shots are like panning everywhere. Like they're panicking. And then she comes out of nowhere as though from thin air and just cuts this man down. Dude. I just, Oh God. Like, I don't even want to say horror cause it's not, but like, I don't know. Seeing, it, seeing this, Thriller. like bro, just her go so fucking stealth mm-hmm. and like, like Colton said, she's ghost right now, dude. Like, she is just creeping on these dudes, and it is fucking awesome. Like, I love the, like, one-by-one one type thing. Just, like, mm-hmm. she's using every single, like, bit of her environment yeah. to her advantage. And, like, God, that's just what makes a difference between – I'm sorry, but, like, Imperials ain't doing that shit. They're so yeah. stupid. Like, also, they wear white. Yeah, similar thing, like, I always – anytime Darth Vader would just, like, start cutting down, like, Rebels in the – original trilogy because you know he's just stronger and better than all of them i always kind of felt bad for them and similar vein to this i just feel bad for these soldiers here oh like they don't stand like they have no chance they're being told to go out there and hunt this hunt her down they don't know that she's just gonna murder every single one of them with no remorse bro and And they can't do anything to stop it (laughs) she could probably take them all all at once and still kick all of their asses all at once yeah. But, like, she is it's, going through and just, like, making, like, imagine how it would feel to look around you and be the last one standing and being like, oh, And then you just, oh, and then you just see oh, the white, oh. just, the white light just pop up no, in front dude, of you and you're just like, probably all right. probably see it through your fucking chest, like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, well, we kind of get that later in the episode whenever she's oh, actually oh hunting them through God. the alley. But, uh, <laughs> you know, she, she gets to the gate and standing up above it is the uh, magistrate to the city. And she speaks to Ahsoka. Show yourself, Jedi. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this was so dope. And then she says, I've been expecting you. And Ahsoka gets badass real quick. She's like, then you know what I want. (laughs) And uh, the magistrate tells her that she's not going to learn nothing. I won't give you that. And uh, Ahsoka's like, I'm not going to give you that choice. You are going to tell me what you know. And I was like, we're dealing with an Ahsoka who has really, really said fuck the Jedi way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's just really doing her own thing. I just remember, I remember a line. Uh, the magistrate says something about how she's going to be ready. Like she'll be ready or whatever. There's mm-hmm. something along, do you recall? Uh-huh. And yeah, I just remember in my notes, I literally said, bitch, you ain't going to be ready for shit. Get the fuck out of here. Like you ain't ready for this. Maybe you ain't seen uh... nothing yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the magistrate threatens the lives. Of all the citizens in her village, saying that she will uh, kill them all if Ahsoka doesn't leave. And uh, Ahsoka, one last time, tells her that she will surrender or face the consequences. And that she has one day to decide. She sheathed her sabers and goes about her business. It's how okay. the magistrate's military advisor tells her that when she returns, they will be ready. So, what amount of troops 
do you need to have in your like fleet right now to feel even seventy percent confident you're gonna fucking beat like beat a, a lot more than you think, dude? Because like for me, it's he gotta takes be out like this entire platoon, bro. But like I'm saying, it has to be like a thousand at once, like to even feel seventy percent confident. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm think, not sure that she's not fucking that up. I think like, you could lower those numbers some, but it ha- it would have to be like an ambush where they're just like not ready at all. And you catch them all, like by surprise, and you just lightsabers. You could just. I know, but I'm saying like, just like completely by surprise, like just fifty people with like the like Gatling laser guns just pointed directly Uh, at her. Eventually, I think you're gonna. uh, Yeah, I don't know. She deflects those laser blasts right back to her. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure she's fucking invincible at this point. So like, I don't know if anything killing her ass, but like, whatever. She'll just go to the world between worlds. That's fair. (laughs) So I mean, I guess at that point, yeah. Uh, But uh, we start this uh, start this episode again in the cockpit of the Razor Crest here. Uh, just like third episode in a row or something like that. And uh, we're arriving at the planet Corvus with Din telling the baby uh, to get in his seat. It's like, go on, get back, get back in your seat. And it's so cute because he's just sitting on the dashboard, which I never really noticed that's what he's doing. But he's just kind of sitting on the control mm-hmm. panel. He's like the little hula girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the baby completely ignores Din's instruction and his eyes lock on that lovely metal ball. Bro, I am, dude, I was so excited. Like, I don't know what it is about this knob, but, like, I have even yeah. become attached to it. Like, I feel like I, I would want I to need, have it in my hands. I need if I, with that ball. No, like, I feel like I, now I, like, I want the, I want the knob. I want like, the I ball. Want it. Like, I want I it. want the knob. Okay, yeah. I got a question about this knob. Do you All think right. from day one, they knew, like, he would love this ball, and that they would use the ball to train Baby Yoda and, like, have his little, like, force grab. Dude, I'm so, like, I'm so stuck in this. Like, I've thought of this, like, I'm not going to say this exact thing, but, like, this um, overarching debate of, like, did they think about this ahead of time or no? And I'm so stuck between, dude, it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau. They are the most, like, fucking, uh, like, they think they're shit out. And then I'm also like, bro, they would totally wing up fuck ton of shit too like yeah. i really don't know what like i don't i have any like never actual know. clear never thought know. i'll convince myself like oh dude they plan i'm that. sure we'll I'm like, learn i feel like they probably did that like the last like that was probably the last shot like that yeah. was they decided that at the see like i, I was don't gonna know. say i think that that's like one of those things that are small that's small enough that like the first time they did it they were like all right this is cute and funny so we're gonna have baby yoda be fascinated by this little ball because everyone wants to mm-hmm. see him trying to play just stealing the ball from from den um yeah i definitely but, don't think they started with yeah the force. but then they got to it and they're like well we know he's gonna oh, you know shit. use the force eventually you know, it'd be really cute is if we made him use the force with the little ball. Bro, That's I fair. like to imagine there's like some intern who just like happens to be getting coffee for these meetings <laughs> where they plan this shit. And he was like, like putting in a coffee in front of Dave Filoni. You know, you could like make him use a knob for force training. And Filoni's like, give this man a fucking gazillion dollars. Like, <laughs> like, like. But, uh, you know, then when he sees him locked on, he goes, hey, what did I tell you? Get back in your seat. Dude. And 
baby was so fucking hurt. It broke yeah, I know. Heart. He just like climbs right down from the dashboard and back up into the seat. And he's just sitting there like, and then he locks onto the ball again. Bro, so immediately <laughs> my thought is Mando feels like he's about to drop this kid off and is trying to like distance himself. That was immediately mm-hmm. my thought. And I was like, no, please no. Like my heart can't take it. Please don't do this. Also, I just, I, in that scene, I love how, how Grogu looked climbing out like off of the dashboard, <laughs> so going cute. onto the floor. And you can see like, it couldn't you like just barely see the you top of his head? The yeah. of and then you just yeah. see it like waddling back and forth, and then you just see him just cl- like s- like put his arms up the- and like pull himself up, and then just kind of like wad like waddle pull himself up. It was adorable, dude. What are the odds that we get like a stumbling like? Bambi ass like Baby Yoda trying to do like use a lightsaber. What are the odds we get a training sequence like that where he is just fucking like too top heavy, like just fucking falling and shit? What or what are the odds we get a we get a lightsaber trying training session and he just goes full just Yoda mode and is just doing flips all over the place, like spinning through the air doing front flips, just lands them lands them all perfectly, and Din's just standing there like what the fuck. We are 20 minutes in and I have not made it past my first page of notes. We are, uh, <laughs> I have, gotten outside this I ship have yet. six and a half. So Dude, this expected, like, I don't know if any of us expected, like we, this should have easily, this should easily take the helm of like longest episode by oh, like at sure. least 30. But, <laughs> and you know, when he reaches the top of that chair, he, he enters deep thought. Should I get this middle knob off that lever? Yes. I should. And he reaches out through the force. He reaches out with his arm, slowly but surely, unscrews that little ball from the from the fucking lever. It was so cute. Okay, it's just so funny because, like, I feel like every Star Wars fan has him like wanted the force, and like, I don't know, maybe y'all got some dark fucking thoughts in your head. Like, no, like I'm not throwing shade. Like, if you do, like, hey man. Do you? Yeah, but like, I mean, for me, like, maybe you want to like force choke somebody or like throw somebody across the room, but like. Whenever I really, really, really like the times in my life where I've most wanted the force, it's literally just like to get the fucking remote or like grab yeah, out of the life. fucking fridge. Like that's it. Like I don't fucking. I would be the worst fucking Jedi. Like I would just be <laughs> lazy as fuck. No, you don't want the force for all the cool shit. You want you want the force for all the quality of life shit. So you don't have to literally, get up to get the remote. You can just literally. Mine. And like baby Yoda deciding I want this fucking knob and I'm gonna do it like this. Like that's me. That I related so heavy. I was like, yo, this man fucking gets it. Like fuck all the like saving people's lives. Fuck all the well, okay, nah, don't fuck like that. Okay, he saved Mandos. Like we can keep that. But like that's what I want the force for. Like, bro, I'm just saying. Agreed. Uh we next see the uh the crest enter Corvus's atmosphere and uh one of the soldiers holds up some sort of radar gun, same as like what we saw on a new hope with a soldier watching the millennium Falcon on a Yavin. And then it, uh, it lands somewhere in the woods. And in the distance, we see these, uh, big ass dinosaur looking creatures in the background. And I, I love that. I was like, yo, that's just like a cute, that's like a, a small little touch that like, it's just silhouettes of dinosaurs that are really fucking cool and really big. I was kind of surprised they didn't involve them in the episode at all. I really thought they were going to, I really thought so. Yeah. I really thought so. Yeah, bro, they uh, have used they have used Baby that trope a lot too, the show. Like a like a giant fucking animal oh, yeah. just fucking up Mando. They've used that handful yeah, of times. Like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> they, they've used that about as much as they can at this point. Yeah, I think it's uh, about tap. But uh, but uh, Din and Baby emerge from the ship, and as Mando walks out, he looks back at Baby, 
who has taken a seat in order to uh, play with the ball he took from the ship. <laughs> and uh, Din walks to him and says, what did I say about that? This needs to stay in the ship. <laughs> Bro, Baby, he's, he's not he too happy about it. it. Though. Like, he doesn't need it. You don't need the no. knob to pull the lever. Just fucking use your finger and flick that shit. Like, you don't need the knob. Give the fucking baby the knob, dude. Like, <laughs> God damn. It's just a knob, bro. Go find another one. Fuck it. Just throw the fuck out. Throw the fuck out, Din. Uh, but, you know, baby's not too happy about it. But, alas, we digress. And Din examines the terrain and mentions he's uh, never had dealings with the Jedi before. Baby lifts up an arm for uh, Din to pick him up, and he does. And it's really cute. And, That's the cutest thing a baby could do. Any oh, baby. Lift up their arm to oh, say, I want to be gosh. held. It's it is adorable. so cute. And he does it multiple times in this episode. And uh, they head into town to pick up a lead on where the uh, Jedi might be. And he arrives at the gate to greet the uh, military advisor that we saw earlier. And uh, he uses the cover of Bounty Hunter and the Guild to get through the gates, which he's like, you in the Guild? And he's like, last I checked. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, Little do you know that the hub for the Guild is now a fucking school for kids, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, you know. He gets through the gate and makes his way through the streets of Kaladin. And uh, when he approaches a woman for information, she walks away without speaking. And uh, he next approaches a family on the street. And the dad asks him to uh, not speak to them or any of the people here. And he seems absolutely terrified. And then uh, two city guards approach Din to say the uh, magistrate wishes to see him. So hang on. Can, can we back? Was the guy you were talking, the dad that you said, don't talk to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that the... Uh- I don't know his name. I don't know if he had a name. I never caught one, but the, uh, the like Asian kind of guy. Yeah. The is guy that... who at the end gets mm-hmm. back his title of like governor or whatever you want. Oh, he, that. that was formerly his title? Yeah. I think he was, I I would... think he was the magistrate before. Oh, I, I see. Cause I really liked him just from that scene on. He just seemed like a really wholesome dude. Mm-hmm. And so then at the end, I was like so happy when I found he was like giving the keys to the team. <laughs> I just like to imagine that it was just this random fucking guy. And they were like, hey. <laughs> You seem like a really nice guy. You, you want to like fucking, like, dude. lead this whole fucking planet? And he was like, dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I really think that, like, that's why he was so protective of the He may not have even been those kids' dad. He may have just been oh. a dude. Just helping kids. Like, that might just be his thing. What and, a guy. Yeah, he might just be a good dude. Spinoff? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they, I think they have enough spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, we, there's going to be plenty of them out there. But, uh. You know, he makes his way to meet the magistrate then and uh, passes a few prisoners strung up being tortured and one of them begs for his help. And I was like, fuck, that's brutal. Dude, the prisoner sequence, dude, they, that shit gave me like, that was fucked up. That's like a crucifixion almost. Yeah, that's fucked up in the uh, front of the whole town for everyone to see. Like brutal. That's some dude. And you know what? That's some Grand Admiral Thrawn ass shit right they, there. They probably were punished because they were talking to other people. Yeah, like that's why they were probably. Actual, yeah. It wasn't even an actual crime. That's so. Just, oh man. Ugh. And you know, uh, baby, he hears this screaming and stuff, and he's scared, and he ducks further into the little bag on Mando's hip, and it's really cute. And then uh, they enter the magistrate's inner gate, and she quickly lays down the groundwork for a job. She has a Jedi problem, needs it solved. The way she would pay him for this bounty is a uh, spear. And uh, Mando's like, let me see the spear. And he grabs it, taps it against his armor. He realizes it's entirely made from Beskar, like a pure Beskar spear. And right here, I was like, 
Oh, dude, I think this is just a way to try and get uh, Pedro Pascal into the uh, into the suit more in action sequences. We've seen I what mean, that man could do in Game of Thrones. Do you think that he nutted whenever he heard the best car sound? <laughs> oh my God. Like he was like, oh, best car. Because like, oh. yes. like it's his religion, you know? Like, dude, damn. <laughs> All I'm gonna say, people out here nutting to religion. Though. All right, go ahead. That's true. Yeah. Right. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, dude, I just want to say the magistrate is out here living absolutely lavish. Like this shit is beautiful as. Yo, fuck. I'm not gonna lie. This was lovely. Like, Bro, this catching a vibe, <laughs> catching a fucking vibe Yo, in I this like wanna... infinity pool, like fucking. <laughs> I just want to know here and read a book. Yo, Yo, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That shit. Listen to some Frank Ocean. Read a book, bro. Mm. God damn, that shit would smack. Oh, God, the question damn. is. While you're reading that book, can you hear the screams of the people being crucified Dude, out front? That's what the fucking Frank Ocean's for, bro. I feel like everybody's all, gonna hey, be vibing. I mean, around my I mean it's you. all part of the vibe. Like, they might be living like shit, but like, hey. But I'm living you know, lavish, so. Yeah, I'm fucking li- I ain't gonna let y'all fuck my vibe up. Hell no. Nah, don't kill my vibe, the fuck. The magistrate, you know, she uh, she tells him, kill the Jedi and it's yours. And baby hears this and peeks his head out of the bag a little bit, like, oh shit. I love that he's, oh, like, shoot. actually starting to, like, he's becoming more, like, he's just picking up social cues and, like, yeah, he's getting comprehending things better. Like, season, or episode one, when he fucking flipped his goddamn lid, that was, like, oh, this man's really learning, but also, like, that was comedic as fuck. Super, just just a smart kid. Also, and, uh, this actually, this scene right here really answered a question for me, because whenever he was coming in on the planet, I wondered, I was like, is... Since clearly Ahsoka was like a bad person, I wondered. I was like, "How is he gonna like to the town? Like she's like, yeah. right, 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 right. she's like in conflict with him." I was wondering. I was like, "How is he gonna find her? Is he just gonna like walk into the town and just be like, all right, you guys seen a you guys seen a Jedi around or what?'" <laughs> they immediately put him on. The you guys seen you guys seen this like orange bitch with some white lightsabers or? <laughs> it, yeah, and it, I mean, it was perfect for him. It worked yeah. out really well. She was like. You know what? You want to find a Jedi? I will point you directly to one. <laughs> and I will pay you to kill her. And he goes, so you're going to pay me to bring her to kill you. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's taken – well, he, he hands the spear back first and he asks, where can he find the Jedi? Which is very important. He never actually agrees to anything. He just goes, where can I find the Jedi? Like, Over there. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he's taken beyond the city wall by the man who was greeted at the gate by and uh, – he asks uh, why he's got got the thing with him, the baby. And uh, Din says he keeps it around for luck. <laughs> Do you know why this line was said? The Buddha thing? The No, it's a... Uh, oh, man, what was the celebrity cameo? Is that that guard? What's it? Oh, he's a... Uh, he's in, like, a crap ton of movies. Um, ah, dang, I can't remember his name. But in most of his movies, he says that line. Like, he's in crappy situations where, like... You know, people say like, like, good luck. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna need that. Like, mm-hmm. it's a common thing he says in all of his movies. Ah, I see. Right. I see. Uh, okay, I gotta look this up now. You, but, you, can, uh, you can keep going, but I'm gonna look this up. You know, the man jokes that where he's going, he will need that good luck that the the, the child brings, and Din makes his way into the great unknown. And as he uh, wanders through the woods, Din speaks aloud that these are uh, the coordinates and tells Baby to keep his eyes open. We get a shot overhead of what looks like an owl watching over and i was like ahsoka's here she's nearby <laughs> that thing always follows ahsoka everywhere she's going i mean we already knew that she was nearby but oh yeah but 
still, it's a cool added thing that yeah, it's a like, lot of yeah. people aren't going to notice, but it's super cool. Can you for everyone explain the lore of this owl? I would assume it's in Rebels. It's it's, uh, it's actually a Clone Wars thing. Oh, I just forgot about it then. Wow. Well, it's partially in, there's a part of it in Rebels, but it's uh it's from the Mortis trilogy. The sister imbued or when she died she imbued herself into this oh yeah like she she like imbued part of herself into ahsoka to like bring her back to life and then the rest Mm -hmm. of her turned into the owl and so the owl is always watching over her i got you that's pretty fucking cool so like that that was like a cue at the end of the rebels episode in which she quote died that she hadn't actually died because the the shit was still circling overhead what is cool though is that at the end of the clone wars that owl stays behind to show Darth Vader Ahsoka's dead, I think. Oh No, I think it was saying that Ahsoka's still alive. Or Ahsoka's alive. Yeah. Oh. Damn. I don't care. Why would he do that, though? Why would he tell Vader that... What is... Actually, no, maybe by staying there, if Vader it's sees like Ahsoka it and thinks died here. Ahsoka's yeah, well, still I feel yeah, like Ahsoka's that dead here, that's what it is. Ahsoka more, and so I feel like Mora is probably going to act more in faith of that Mora, than, like... Good anything like he's not going to be like hey vader she's dead or she's alive you better go fucking get her ass like it's probably gonna be like hey no, uh, think, nope she's dead I... bro she's totally fucking yeah. dead go ahead she died here bro get i've the been here for months just keep i've been here for going. months <laughs> move i've the been fuck, here for months just move circling the fuck the along <laughs> nothing to see here but <laughs> uh you know they hear a noise in the distance and din sets the sets the kid down and he looks really scared. The baby is just like, he's all like hunkered over and he's got his hands real close and he's like, <laughs> he looks horrified. And then uh, Din uses uh, that thermal scope to see the dinos in the distance and he says that it's a false alarm. But then in comes Ahsoka. She comes down, crashing down on him with the lightsabers. And Din manages to block them with his Beskar. Dope. And this was super fucking cool. Loved this. And he, uh, he and like this is a reveal for people who don't watch the Clone Wars and Rebels is like, oh shit, a lightsaber can't cut through his armor. Dope. That's pretty crazy. But, uh... I got chills seeing this. Like, this sequence, Mando versus Ahsoka, I, I, I don't know what I expected, I guess. I guess I expected them to just amicably, like, just meet up and be like, hey, so you're the Jedi? Yep, that's me. Oh, Alright, cool. Let's go yeah. about our business. But, like, I, I don't know why I thought that, because I guess no, it I, I, I'm right there with you. Just, it was like, so cool. With you, like, to, but seeing that was like, who we do you root the, for? What do you want? We, who, got, we, <laughs> we really got the main character from the Clone Wars, really, and the main character from the Mandalorian to face off for a second and then spend this episode together, which is just really cool to think about. Because, I mean, like, in totality, I'd say Ahsoka's probably, like, the main character of the Clone Wars, considering yeah, she's yeah. not in anything else, and she's a huge oh, yeah. part of most storylines. <laughs> she got to see the sexual tension that they had. Oh, dude. Stop it. Just saying, man. Dave Filoni would strike you down I, where you I sit know, right now. I know. Say that shit. <laughs> I know. I just want to say that. I, I, I guess no. It's okay. I'm guilty of it too. I claim sexual tension between just about any female character in Mando just because I want Baby Yoda to have a stepmom so fucking bad. Like Joseph, you had – Dave Filoni gave you a pay raise and made you a writer on the show earlier because of the little ball thingy, and he just completely fired you from everything Disney-related for that no, dude, statement. I think he'd probably try to fight you. Like I think he'd kill you. <laughs> He'd throw down. <laughs> I think I think he would murder you. I'm not convinced uh, that this man doesn't have a fucking military grade lightsaber and would have fucking sliced <laughs> and diced your ass right on the spot. I'd be Disney's fine. Disney's secretly I'd be been fine. Disney's oh, secretly like that, been man. developing them. 
But, uh, you know, he unleashes the flamethrower on her cloak and he uh, wraps his grappler around her. And uh, she quickly jumps over a branch to hang him out to dry, but he cuts down and he draws his pistol and goes, Ahsoka Tano! (laughs) And I was like, and just hearing him say Ahsoka Tano was just cool as fuck. Just like, God, we're really here, you know, like, it, yeah, like, I will say this moment felt is meeting Ahsoka Tano. It, it had a lot more gravity than I expected because, like, we'd already seen Ahsoka. So, like, I felt mm-hmm. I didn't expect there to be a whole lot more, like, I guess, weight to come from it, mm-hmm. which was probably stupid of me just because I don't know Jedi shit no, is so cool. But like, I don't know, man. I just like when he said it, it. I'm totally with you. It like just was like whoa. Like it felt so charged, like powerful. I don't know how to explain it. Just the weight and and gravity of that, like, scene was... mm. Absolutely. And especially right after where where she stops and he goes, Bo-Katan sent me and I need to talk to you. And she looks over to the child and is like, I I fucking hope it's about him. (laughs) (laughs) He looks just like Yoda. All of this could have been alleviated had she just, like, looked in her... Like, you mean to tell me she didn't see him at first? Like, bro, come on. Like, did you just want them to smoke just for fun? Like, just to, like... (laughs) You just, like, that bored? Like, eh, eh, let me... Let me fuck around right quick. Sure, I ain't gonna sure. kill him or anything. I ain't gonna fucking kill him or nothing. He started his, uh... He started his flamethrower streak. Started his flamethrower streak again. He, uh... Last time he used it was that creepy spider episode. Mm -hmm. And then now he finally did it again. He had a streak going for so long. But uh, oh, dude, I, what? I miss the flamethrower coming in more regularly. What do you think? I'm sorry, I hate to like keep taking tangents, but like, what would what do you think Ahsoka would do? How do you think defense would work for a Jedi against some whistling birds? That's She'd probably really, cut them all really... up, bro. Well, that's what I, I wonder. That. Like, if a lightsaber, can you deflect? Like, is it a deflecting? Is it a just neutralize? Like, because the whistling birds are made of Beskar. Oh, bro, you just sent them right back. You just forced. You just forced them right back to the user. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, that would be sick, but I feel like they couldn't. I don't feel like they do that. Like, I feel like that's too OP. Oh my god, what if like I don't know, like someone random like Asajj Ventress shows up or something and, oh, <laughs> and if you're right about this I'm gonna be fucking pissed like in the best <laughs> way possible but I'm gonna be fucking pissed you just casually fires his whistling out. birds at her and she like stops them midair and then just like throws them at I feel like that's the only that's the only answer to him for a Jedi because like you can't use your lightsaber to try and like destroy them because they're made of Beskar so it'll just like, See, do, that's do I fuck all if, to them. I wonder if that's where, if deflection, like, can you deflect? Can you... Well, if you deflect it, it's going somewhere. It's yeah, it's probably just going to land at so your The feet. Jedi are probably a little bit more careful than that, than to just whack random whistling birds about. Nah, fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Don't worry, we'll talk about a, that later. Yeah, we're getting to this uh, very, very <laughs> important scene here. Um, sitting by the fire, Ahsoka and you know, baby speaking through the force to each other. And like, I like how you could, you knew that like immediately it was like, cause they were just like looking at each other and like tilting their head. And then like Ahsoka looked over to Din and then like looked back at him and smiled and stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, they're like totally talking to each other. I and just Din's like know. nervous as fuck. Hey, you think he's probably sitting there like, they're talking shit on me. They're talking about how I'm such shit. a bad dad. And I just no. know what baby's this... voice is so bad. Oh Yeah. This oh. asshole wouldn't let me eat any of that bitch's eggs. 
He won't give me the fucking knob. I can't ever eat. I'm starving. Non-fucking That's probably exactly stop. what he's saying, bro. Oh my god. He 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 probably started with that and is like, no, no, no. Let's talk more seriously. He's like, but he do be saving my ass though. So like, <laughs> I do appreciate it. Uh, but uh, you know, he gestures again, lifting both his arms this time, <laughs> and is like, pick me up. And Ahsoka smiles and picks him up, and and she makes her way over to Din with him. And I think. That because, like, I think he was like, I want to go to him. Mm-hmm. So oh, he yeah. lifts his arms and is like, take me over to him. Because she she sets him down next to Din and keeps doing what they were doing by the fire. I just want to sit by my papa. I think that's, I think, I really think that's what happened. And, uh, you know, she sets him down on the stoop and they continue to talk. And Din asks if uh, Baby is speaking and if Soka can understand him. And she goes, in a way. Grogu and I can feel each other's thoughts. And... <gasps> Bomba? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Grogu's, Grogu's little head turns. Uh. <laughs> I love that. that and, and Din goes, Grogu. And, uh? <laughs> does it again. And uh, Ahsoka tells him, yes, that's his name. And Din ponders this for a second. And then he goes... Grogu, <laughs> get the baby's attention. The fact he and, tested it like a second time, like he oh, thought it was, he, like, he was like a like, sham, like like this like, Jedi hmm. is going to fucking lie to me about something like this, <laughs> like right now. Bullshit. Like, no, uh, he's like <clears throat> Grogu. It's okay. It was yeah. it was so cute. The fact that he did that every single time they said Grogu, he just goes. Eh? I hope it happens every. He probably time. hasn't heard it in so long that he's like shocked. He's like, "Yo, my name." People know my name. That's, you know what? That's I probably, remember that. That's probably why every single time Den tried to tell him to do shit, he was like, fuck you, bitch. You don't even know my name. Dude. <laughs> I still don't know my name. So do you think that there's a filter on this shit? Like with like, cause you know how she said he can, they can hear each other's thoughts and shit or they can feel each other's thoughts. Do you think there's a filter or do you think everything that pops into Baby Yoda's minds is just like broadcasted into the force for everyone? <laughs> like this man's just eyeballing some eggs and Ahsoka's like, God damn, this motherfucker's hungry. I think it has to be like a mutual thing. Yeah. Like Why a walkie talkie, you gotta be on the, the same channel shit. Like, yeah, I got you. Because if it's the if it's the forced thing, it's it's what Kylo Ren does and and it's what uh, Darth Maul does in the Clone Wars and stuff. It's that forcing information out of people's head instead of mutually yeah. giving and taking, I think. But it is much funnier to think that, you know, Grogu's thoughts are just broadcast into the world. Like, man, I really want some eggs right now. <laughs> I just like to think of Grogu's names, like, because most likely he's going to become a Jedi Master or a Sith Lord. So it's either going to be Jedi Master Grogu or Sith Lord Grogu. Darth, Darth Grogu. Darth, oh, Darth Grogu oh, is sick. But, uh, you know, Ahsoka tells him, he was raised at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Many masters trained him over the years. And at the end of the Clone Wars, when the Empire rose to power, he was hidden. Someone took him from the temple. After that, his memory becomes dark. He was lost and alone. This was hella sad, bro. Yo, this this was like one of the most devastating... Because he looks devastated throughout this whole scene. He like He just sits there, he puts his head down, like just like remembering because like he legitimately Which, has those memories i she think made it's i think that just puts into so much perspective because like he's 50 but he's a baby but it's like the limit there's so many different which ways you want to go like it, you know how sophisticated how old like you know what i mean there's just so many different like strings they pull in the, each of those and it's so weird because like 
it really is so kid like to like have that kind of trauma and not like really think about it and then be re- like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was like, I, I feel like when I had, I mean, mind you, I haven't had oh, like anything of that caliber, but you're like, saying, I didn't watch all my friends get, murdered. yeah, but you, like, you're saying but, you didn't watch all your friends get cut down by Anakin? No, like, you, do you know what I'm hmm. kind of saying though? Like, no, the I fact that like this is something saying. like he's been happy, like, you wouldn't, like, he hasn't really been sad. Er, there's been it. no hint, you know, like, he hasn't thought about it. So, like, this reminder and seeing it hit him, like, again, it's like, yeah, was, God damn, bro. It just puts so much. Like, this, he's a kid. He's just a kid. Well, that's, that's what's cool is that, like, his memory got dark and he was lost and he was alone. And then his memory becomes clear again. What if his memory saved. being dark? Is as in dark side of the force. Like he was found and someone twisted him a little bit. Like he's dark. Like I feel like it's probably more of just like he was just kind of like he was on his own the entire time getting sent place to place. (gasps) And he was also in that little fucking egg thingy the probably the majority of that time. So it might also literally mean he would just spent like years in the dark. Anakin made Baby Yoda or Grogu a sleeper agent. I have a, I have a theory coming up. Okay. So, uh, you know, she continues saying that she's only known one other being like this, a wise Jedi master named Yoda. And, uh, you know, he was looking all sad and his head was down and shit. And then she says Yoda. And the same thing that happened when she said, when he says Grogu happened, he looks up, he doesn't make the noise, but he looks up to Ahsoka immediately mm-hmm. and Ahsoka looks back and smiles at him. So, I think, I mean, and there's no doubt in my mind, Yoda and Grogu met, at least, at the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Like, they certainly at least met, but that was also Yoda's thing, was training younglings. So, I I think Yoda, at some point, trained Grogu. Oh, yeah. And, Isn't anybody accused him of nepotism during that shit? Like, <laughs> they look exactly alike. Like, there's no getting around that if they're in the same room. You can't avoid it. So, like, you think somebody's in there like, yo, what the fuck you ain't failing his ass for? This man's over here eating fucking eggs and shit during class, and you're not going to do shit? Like, I also, I feel like they wouldn't accuse Yoda, of all people, of nepotism, seeing as how, you know, he's, like, 900 years old and is, like, one of the strongest, The noblest, fairest human of all the fucking people on the planet. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I I, I, I agree. That's why, that's actually why Anakin was so mad. He was like, fuck this. I failed throughout my throughout my youngling days. This fifty years old is still a youngling, and he hasn't done shit. <laughs> so he was hidden, you know, taken from the Jedi Temple. Who who do we think? Who are we thinking? Who saved this man? Mace Windu. It's so hard, dude. There's so many different directions. Mace Windu. Okay. The, thing is the person who saves him doesn't have to be notable, but the person who comes comes and get him later has to be i and i think they're going to be the same i think, I think the same it person. makes the most sense to be uh mace windu because he was the first one to find out about palpatine like mm-hmm. being bad so i think the first thing he would do if he were alive which is kind of confirmed ish he would rush to the jedi temple but you know okay I love it, but, like, no matter which way we take this, how fucked up is it that somebody came and took, which, like, not complaining that much, but, like, just took Grogu. There's a reasoning behind that, though. Hopefully y'all are gonna be okay, but, like, if y'all get slaughtered, I guess I got the good one, so, like... Which which one of them? 
which one of those younglings lives 900 years is okay no no i totally hear you but it like, makes sense it, but he should have like get there thrown is out a nowhere warning. around it that it is not fucked up yeah like just been like hey i'm taking this dude by the way if you see anakin and a bunch of clone troopers maybe don't trust him dude, do you uh, think all the kids were sitting there like yo 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 what the oh. fuck that's oh no yo he's got one kid no he's coming he's <laughs> yo that shit just like to imagine it just like <laughs> it also it definitely isn't what gonna be the case but i love to think in my head it was anakin that like just didn't like separated him because he was like i remember whenever i like got brought in we were the same age even though you're a toddler <laughs> it's so hey, bro you say that come to the temple just tomorrow. talked about this in our group chat because i sent a uh what was the tweet i sent a tweet that talked about yeah. it and it was like uh it was oh it was a tweet and it was a text that said it was said grogu at the top and it was from anakin and it said don't come to school tomorrow. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucked up but like yeah, i have good. seen those too and i completely forgot about yeah. those no i see okay i love the mace windu because he his story is so like I don't know. I'm not going to say it's so, like, not clear, but, like, we don't get... It is untapped. Yeah, untapped there's still... Yeah, I. that's exactly how I describe it. It's like, he pretty unceremoniously lost a hand and fell from a fucking, like, skyscraper. Like, other than that, but, like, we've seen people survive crazier shit, so, like, who are we to say? Fucking Obi-Wan and Anakin just be hopping out of those motherfuckers on, like, just uh, willy-nilly, just fucking mm. floating. So, like, who am I to say he didn't land on a speeder and just fucking cruise? I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I mean, Anakin was, you know, six inches from lava, and he was, he came out okay. Well, mostly okay. <laughs> Not okay. a lot. Not a lot. He came out alive. Okay. Fair point. He didn't. He didn't come out okay. He came out alive though. But I see. I I think Mace Windu makes the most sense. But I don't see him doing it because here's here's why. I don't see how they get Samuel L. fucking Jackson to come to this. Like I get this is awesome and like. No, and here's why because that man made cameos in the Agents of Shield series. Okay, okay, I hear Bro, it. He wants to come back. Yeah. I think Samuel L. Jackson seems like the type of actor that will be in anything if it's cool or he likes it. He doesn't care if it's small. Have you you guys have heard? I think we've even talked about it. The story of how he ended up with the purple lightsaber. Yeah, he about him be, how he basically said George Lucas, like, you better make that motherfucker purple. And he was like, you know what, Samuel L. Jackson, fuck it, like, why? I'll leave it to him. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson didn't know he was going to be a Jedi. He Yo. thought he was going to be some stormtrooper or something like that. He said, just put me in the movie. I'll know I'm there. You know, just I'll be cool with it. And then he's like, why are you putting on these robes? And like, why do you want me to put on this shit? And he's like, well. Does anyone else have a theory that's not Mace Windu? Because I would love to talk about it. Uh, Yoda. Yeah, I can. But Yoda wasn't. How would Yoda like separate uh, them? Bro, Yoda would have fought Anakin. Yoda, Yoda would not was, have left. Yoda I don't was see Yoda leaving those. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda wouldn't have left more than one. Uh, may, uh, but here's the thing. It's so hard. I, 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 he does go back. He does go back, and he's with Bail Organa there. And who's to say that? I don't know. They went straight to the fucking outpost where Luke and Leia were born. Yeah. So maybe maybe not. Bail Organa did. Maybe Bail Organa did. Oh, I mean, he is he is the Bail only person Organa. that we. Maybe he's the only person that, that we know so that visited I, the Jedi that, Temple. Bail Organa I is the most Bail underrated, Organa. underserved, underappreciated, under everything character. I feel like in a like at 
he is so I love his character so much, and I just feel like he never gets enough. This is interesting of anything, and I I, like, I, I love that. I would. I like also feel like there's a chance that Baby Yoda just like camped out in a vent in the fucking temple and just witnessed all of this, and then like somebody just happened to come in and he like makes a squeak in the vent and everybody's yeah. like, oh, there's one one left, like a Finding Nemo type shit. See the noise. First time this episode. Wow, that took I mean, a we, long time. Not really. We talked about. We talked about you, and when Marvel you and Marvel. Okay, earlier. well then I we've been slacking. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. No, we need no, to. Maybe. No. <laughs> there's another part where we can get into this as well. Yeah, there's another part where we we'll get. We'll, we will get back into four other parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, she looks to Dan and asks if he can uh, still wield the Force, and Dan is like, uh, "Oh, you mean his superpower?" <laughs> <laughs> He said, like, I like to think Ahsoka just heard this and, like, laughed. Like, what a fucking nerd. He said superpowers. He don't even fucking know. <laughs> he only said powers, but... still. Also, this is... His response was every, like, normal person's response to that. Like, can he wield the Force? Oh, you mean him lifting shit with his mind? Yeah, he fucking can. If that's wielding the Force, yes. <laughs> he was such a cocky dad in this moment. Like, and, when you take your kid to the fucking batting cages or something, when you go and your dad be like, my kid can hit this shit. Was like, this didn't happen to me, but, like, you know those yeah. dads that were like, yeah. look at my kid, he can yeah. do this. And then he goes up and fucking fails, and he's like, do the shit! Like, come on! Like, don't also, fucking let me down! Do also, it! Also, I feel like this response is partially like a, like, you mean whenever he lifts shit with his mind? Because, yeah, and if it's that, if that's not what you're talking about, what the fuck else are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but he probably in his head immediately had, like, a oh shit moment. Like, like I'm carrying what else can fucking, he do? like, like the flurgan, or the flurkin, like this thing that is just, like, so fucking powerful nobody knows. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Yes, Din says uh, he's seen the baby do things that uh, he can't explain, and she explains the force, and we've heard it a lot. We've heard this many times, you know. It's an energy field that surrounds all living things that creates the force, and da 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 And uh, he explains that it's his task to bring him to a Jedi, Grogu, and Ahsoka tells him that the Jedi Order fell a long time ago. Dude. And he returns, so did the Empire. I I, I really really expected her to pull up. I'm no Jedi. I, I, I was, was yeah, fully prepared for didn't. it, and I, I felt like it was set up. And I yeah. and I'm honestly I'm not mad it didn't happen. I think no, like it would have been dipping back yeah, back into. And the same I direction. think I think it would have made more. It would have been one of those things that would have like it would have made more people angry than it would have made people happy. Like you know what I mean? I feel like they did a good job of like not doing too much with Ahsoka. Like not trying because. You know how fan service can be. Sometimes it can be really good, and other times it can feel really forced and really cheesy. And just like they're trying to tap, like sat, they're trying to you know tap into some shit, and they end up coming on too strong. You know what I mean? I think yeah, the people who know know that that line was probably implied, and then the people who don't yeah. are just not going to think anything of it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. although they didn't want to throw out an inside joke that people wouldn't get. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was really hoping at the end, whenever he was like. You know, you we made a deal. I was supposed to bring him to a Jedi. I was really hoping she would throw it out then and just be like, "Yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a Jedi, bitch." <laughs> oh yeah, that'd been pretty cool. But uh, you know, she says to uh, let Grogu get some sleep, and she'll test him in the morning. And test him. Next, That's so funny. Test him. We next see them uh making their way through a part of the forest that appears to have much more plant life, which I have to think was definitely intentional. Where you know, just any living thing is around that helps the force you know right right there's more to tap into there 
Yeah, that can't be easy. Uh, but uh, Ahsoka approaches Grogu in Din, Din's arms and saying, uh, let's see what knowledge is hiding in that little mind. And oh. I was like, this is so fucking cute. <laughs> Look at all the... I want to I wanna draw one of those pictures with like Din holding baby and Ahsoka like doing that little thing where she was like, getting his little hand like right up on it. And I, it would be so cute. But uh, The tension. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Din, uh, Din sets him on a rock and Ahsoka picks up a little pebble and she slowly pushes it through the force toward Grogu and Grogu catches it and it was really fucking cute and she tells him to return the stone Din chimes in that uh, he doesn't understand what she's saying and so he's like uh, yeah he does actually so <laughs> your fucking business and I'll do what I know okay. <laughs> and uh, Grogu looks to the stone and back to Ahsoka and she tells him it's okay the stone Grogu and he looks to Din and Din gives him a nice little nod towards Ahsoka like go on buddy do it you can do it you got this. And uh, he promptly drops the stone. <laughs> and, uh, well, so- I feel like it's come, the force for him has been used primarily in moments where either it has been like, he, like he can that, sense like it that. like it's necessary or like he wants something. Like, you know what well, I mean? And that's why this is and, important. Yeah, which, so I feel like this is like, this rock is not like, I don't feel like he's picking up, regardless of Ahsoka telling him what to do, I don't feel like to him it's registering like, why why he's kind of probably i feel like i like to think he's kind of like why like i don't why, this why is unnecessary do I right now. i don't know i kind of feel the other way i think yeah. he's he doesn't want to use you know the force because he's scared you know that that's the only well, thing that, that yeah right here yeah he he's all he knows about the force is scary times and i think it just scares him every time he, he uses it but it's like a life or death sort of thing and then obviously the next part you know he only wants to well, do it for his daddy and also, I feel like, you know how in, I mean, maybe a little spoilers, but in like the Clone Wars after Ahsoka stops being a Jedi and she mm-hmm. stops, like she cuts herself off from the Force initially because she doesn't want to use it anymore. Kind of similar to like Luke cuts himself mm-hmm. off from the Force. I think similar situation, Grogu outside of like times of need or whenever, you know, he's a child. So he, he needs those eggs type thing. He yeah. cuts himself off from the Force mm-hmm. and doesn't want to use it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, maybe. And uh, Ahsoka approaches Grogu, and he just looks down to the ground, avoiding eye contact, and... Ah, shit. Oh, y'all are back. Y'all are back. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was about to lag out. Okay, I'll just start that over. <sighs> All right. Ahsoka approaches him, and uh, Grogu, he's, he's keeping his eyes down. He's avoiding eye contact, and uh, she takes his hand, and she says she senses much fear in him. She turns back to Din and tells him that Grogu has hidden his abilities to hide over the years. Oh, which is the explanation. Like that's so, but he's like, scared because I don't he's know. hiding from Anakin. I I don't know. I think I think he's he saw him, or like he. Yeah, knows I think about it's a PTSD it. type thing. Yeah, like he. Yeah. Oh man, that's so sad. Damn. Yeah, but uh, you know, she turns back to Dan, tells him he's been hiding his abilities over the years, and she decides to try something else. She says, "Come over here," and Dan again nods to uh, baby, like, "Yeah, listen to Ahsoka." And, Grogu puts his head down again, and Din says, he's stubborn. And Ahsoka says, not him, you. And, she, you know, she wants to see if he'll listen to Din. And Din, again, with the zingers, is like, that would be a first. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he says the- that, but he, like, never gets mad when he doesn't. Like, he's yeah. like, it's okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it's the epitome of the, the dad joke. <laughs> yeah, no, like... He's, exactly. every episode, he's it's becoming so more and dad. more of a father. <laughs> Absolutely, and, uh... 
you know, Ahsoka comes in with the uh, Jedi wisdom here. She says, I like first. Good or bad, they are always memorable. And this was like the most Ahsoka line in the episode. Like I heard this and I was like, this is absolutely some shit Ahsoka would say. And it just felt right. And uh, he takes the rock and he's like, all right, all right, kid, take the rock. Ahsoka reminds him his name is Grogu. And uh, he he puts his head down for a second. He looks back up and he's like, Grogu. Eh? (laughs) <laughs> does it again and uh he but he won't take the rock and ahsoka tells him to try and connect with the baby you know connect them and he uh he thinks for a second and he slowly reaches into the belt and he pulls out the ball and uh he looks back to grogu and he says oh you want this <laughs> Go that's right take it and grogu reaches out his hand as din continues to try to motivate him and when grogu strains the ball zips into his hand and Din just erupts in excitement and pride. It was so cute. So proud of his adopted son. Good job. Good job, kid. Did you see that? That's right. I knew you could do That's that. That's my boy. That's my boy. Oh, he really zipped it, too. Like the yeah. rock. You know, Ahsoka was doing all nice and slow. But that ball was just, give me it. Give me it now. Oh, I, think that, I think, like, that was a, an important underlying part of the of it was that, like, Ahsoka was really controlled and stuff. And then when she subbed Din in to do it, the kid had no control, took Dude, the ball, I, and like, in I, that moment, she's like, shit, I can't train I'm this really guy. happy that Ahsoka, like, Mando was involved in this because, like, it really does, like, because it's kind of like what we just talked about, how he lives in so much fear. Like, who's he probably going to feel most comfortable with? Well, A, Mando, yeah. and B, what is he going, what's going to trigger that, like, when he's trying to get the knob and all the other times he's tried to – well, the time before he tried to use the force to get it, that was a happy thing. He wants that for his happiness. He's trying to play. He's trying – like that's not a scary or sad moment. So pulling out something that's A, he has a connection to, he has a want for other than a fucking stupid rock. Yeah. And then you put Mando in the equation and it's like, well, you've got a recipe for success, my guy. Like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, obviously he's going to use the force now. Yeah, like and- not this stupid-ass damn rock. I hope somebody – I hope they're – I don't know. I hope one person – I hope that as long as this is on the internet, one person understands that reference. And I don't even know if one of them is in this room, but I just hope someone sometime I ever. Have you ever – okay, it's – well, I'll, we'll talk off screen. Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka says that uh, he's formed a strong attachment to Mando and – that she cannot train him. And this breaks Din's focus on Grogu because the entire time Ahsoka was talking, he was still down in front of in front of baby like you fucking did it, yeah. And then uh and then Ahsoka's like, I cannot train him and he goes, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he's like, why not? And she explains that his attachment to him makes him vulnerable to his fears, his anger, and he's like, Well, that's all the more reason to train him. And she's like absolutely fucking not i've seen what such attachments and feelings can do to a fully trained jedi knight so many tiktoks from that line and then showing (sighs) the worst of the worst man oh that that was a that was an oof like a big oh it hit so fucking hard it hit so hard see and that's my thing this show bro the emotions they can get, like, uh, it's so good. I, that line just fucking tore me apart, bro. Immediately in my head, I had at least eight moments of Anakin where, like, he was spiraling into that. Like, mm-hmm. I had, I had, I, I, it was timelined in my head. Like, it just immediately, I had, like, each of those moments in my head. And I'm like, 
Wow. There's this, this, there's this crucial, crucial moment in the Clone Wars movie that is so important to like the entire, like, and it's just one line. It's just one part. And it's, I can't remember who says it, but one of the three, Anakin, Obi-Wan, or Ahsoka says, we just need to stick together always. And when Anakin makes his fall to the dark side, he's back on Coruscant. Obi-Wan is off fighting General Grievous and Ahsoka's off on Mandalore. Man. All three had been torn apart and it just broke my fucking heart. Oh, like the... just adding that layer to it is just brutal. Yeah, I saw a TikTok, you know, after a, after about two days of the episode and, and it showed that line in the in the Mando episode and then it said it was Anakin and the Clone Wars saying like I will never let anybody hurt you, Snips. And then immediately it jumped to like them fighting as he was Darth Vader. And then he was like, and then you will die, you know? And it was just like, oh my God. Like, I will not leave you again. Uh, uh, So much pain. So much pain. And she says she's not going to start a child down that path. It's better to just let his abilities fade. And here she says she's got to get back to the village. She's been gone too long. Din's like, fuck it, Hail Mary. The magistrate sent me to kill you. <laughs> uh, Excuse what? <laughs> I, didn't agree to, I didn't agree to anything, but, uh, he, you know, I'll, I know you'll need some help. Uh, and, you know, he offers his help raiding right the city in exchange for seeing to the training of Grogu. Such a good play on his part. He's a really good bargainer. Or, or mm-hmm. barter, or, or what? Both of those words were, I think, okay. But like, I, regardless, he's so good at it. Like this man could sell some the fuck out of some shit. I don't care what it was. This man could sell. Like, no doubt. And uh, you know, we can assume here that an agreement was made as the, the next scene is following Din and Ahsoka through the woods towards the city, laying down a plan. And uh, Din lists off the artillery that the uh, the city has at their disposal and he says that not even her and her laser swords could stop all of that. Laser swords. What a fucking nerd. Well, that's what that's what like non-Star Wars. <laughs> Just funny as say, I say you know? that, which is funny as I say that and you know, look at us an hour into recording this super nerdy podcast. But I wear that yeah. with pride. I wear that. <laughs> an hour like, in man, and we're, that shit was just nerdy, bro. Like an that hour was, in and that we're was halfway the, through the episode. That was the bad kind of nerdy, bro. Like you fucked that that don't don't say some shit like that again. <laughs> And, you know, uh, she says, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, but don't underestimate the magistrate. And Din asks who she is, and Ahsoka explains that her name is Morgan Elsbeth. Her uh, people were slaughtered in the Clone Wars and started a coalition that funded the Imperial Starfleet. She has ravaged worlds. And Din, again, great with the jokes. Yeah, looks like she's still in business as he uh, pets a tree nearby. I was like, "This is this man is just, a, just he's full of it. He's full comedy of comedy genius, dude." And it's like the most poorly timed, like poorly like taste, like poor taste, poor timing every time. That's so why they're funny. always so funny. Oh exactly. yeah, I mean I agree, but like you know I got a fucked up sense of humor, so like that's one thing. But like you know this man just coming in saying shit off the seat of his pants, no context, no whatever. Like bro, have some feel. Come on now. <laughs> and then he, you know, Ahsoka asks if uh, he saw any prisoners in the city, and then explains that he saw three strung up outside the inner gate. And Ahsoka says that they must free them. And then one of the coolest lines in the whole series so far goes: "A Mandalorian and a Jedi, they'll never see it coming." Oh, like, 
that shit was, hit, but I was like, at the same time, I'm like, you don't even really know. Like, other than that little scrap you got in, you don't even know what she's capable of, bro. Like, you really, like, you're not wrong, but you don't know how right you are. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. Like, they literally, I don't know if any of the people she killed saw her when they were, when she was creeping on them. Like, I literally don't know if they, like, you might have been, like, extremely accurate. <laughs> you might, you might be fucking right. Uh, but the, you know, the guards posted atop the gate sound the alarm when they fear they have seen the, you know, the Jedi. And then she comes running and jumps on top of the wall. And this was so fucking cool. When she jumps up there and just takes out everyone in sight and then splits the bell in half, like, Oh, that you. shit was sick. Fuck you and your bell. And I the way it. that it, the way that it like stuck for a second, once it sliced through and then fell, like, I yeah. know it's a super minute mm. thing, but oh, that shit like that gives, like, that shit gives me chills. I love yeah, that. I thought it was going to fall and, onto someone and then just splat oh, That's fucking twisted, but, like, that's I guess we have also we have funny. seen on occasion a couple dark-ass deaths, so, like, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, oh, no I was going to say something really quick. I was really, really concerned, and I, I don't know how I've never brought this up with you guys yet. But prior knowing Ahsoka was going to make an appearance in the season, at, as soon as we found that out, I don't know how I hadn't brought this concern up. But I think one of the things I was really concerned with was how in a live action show with a physical actor. And mind you, I know there's ways, you know, you've got all kinds of contraptions, all wires. You got sh- plenty of shit to make things look really cool and good. But I was just, I still wasn't, I was really concerned. I still hadn't bought into the fact that a live action Ahsoka could possibly replicate and move as quickly as Ahsoka seemed to in the, in Clone Wars and, and in Rebels. She is so quick and just like that, like just that speed. I know that's a really random thing to talk about, but like, no, I, I, I really didn't expect them to be able to replicate that just like swiftness and that just like pure just like speed that she exudes every time on the animated in the animated shows so i guess i was really worried like seeing a live action ahsoka if they would be able to replicate that because bro we're fucking normal ass people like even fucking cool ass people can't move that fast and like i'm not gonna lie obviously there's there's ways to do it that i will never understand like to make it look like it does but I just I didn't expect it to be as pure and look that good, and it really did. It it really did. I think one of the ways that they tried to, uh, you know, cover that fact because that was one of the most distinct things about Ahsoka in her fighting style in the Clone Wars is that she was quick as fuck. Right. Like you, like that was I can I can see her in my head ducking around Darth Maul, just like like uh, man's not touching her. You know, like, yeah, she, like she has a similar fighting style to like Yoda does, right? Uh, a little like bit. The, lots of acrobatics, shit. movements. Not as, much, not as much flipping and stuff. Not as but, much uh, flipping, but that's just Yoda. Super nimble, but yeah. It, I think one way they got around that was showing like what they did at the beginning. She's hiding in the shadows, then she gets on them quicker than they can even see coming. You know, shit like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, the forces and Elspeth line up on the outside of the inner gate. She faces off with them. And uh, clear, clear Kurosawa influence. Uh, like uh, Kyler sent the tweet earlier t- to us. It was just like, uh, just clear, clear Kurosawa reference. And uh, she uh, makes her way towards them, walking steadily. Then she tosses the shoulder plate and Mandalorian down at their feet. Oh. She tells them that their uh, bounty hunter failed. She should tell her uh, what she knows. Where's your master? And right here, I'm like, fuck, who's her master? The first time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my God. We're going to get another, like, 
big bad introduced to this. And I don't think, I think this is just setting up an Ahsoka spinoff. I don't, I don't think we'll follow through much with this in this series, but. I was thinking it was just going to be Moff Gideon. Oh, that'd be pretty cool too. I thought it was just like her master was just going to be Moff Gideon. And then whenever they revealed who it was, I was like, Oh fuck. I love it. Yeah. Cause now we have a common goal here. Seeing her, Uh, seeing her lay down the signet was so fucking sick. Pimp as fuck. It, it like, uh, and the funny thing is, is like, it's not alarming at all because, like, you know, like, oh, he, she didn't cap him. Like, no way. Like, but, like you know that. You're like, but that's such good fucking plan. Yeah, like, no, and, and like, that's awesome that like they can do that. That like they can trust that we're smart enough to know. Like, like it, it's it's really not even smart enough. It's just obvious to anyone watching. But mm-hmm. like, it's awesome to know that like everyone's in on this. Oh. They're in, this is a plan, like, this is sick, and just the only people that don't know are the people who are about to get fucked up. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Elizabeth goes into her, uh, well, she instructs her, you know, forces to kill her, and Ahsoka makes her escape over the buildings. She's gonna run around on the rooftops, which is super fucking cool, and, uh, Elizabeth goes back to her gate again, and taking one last look at the prisoners as their skeletons show from the, uh, electricity coursing through them, and she instructs her guards to execute them, and go door to door. Like, she wants to kill everybody in town. Just like, fuck you, Ahsoka, you did this. <laughs> and then, uh, the man who didn't spoke with earlier, that man in the alley, uh, he's, he's watching from his door and he emerges to try and do something. And thank God Din shows up when he did because otherwise this man was gone. Like, just super dead. And, uh, she makes her way inside. Din emerges and attacks the guards who are about to execute the prisoners. And then he, he looks at the guy and they're like, yeah, all right, free these prisoners and let's get going. And, <laughs> Super dead. Sorry, that was just really funny. <laughs> and then, Super you know, dead. <laughs> Sorry, that maze, was funny. Through the maze that is the uh, streets and alleys of Kaladin, uh, Ahsoka just picks them off one by one. Their forces, little by little. That shot where she had her two blades that like opened on each other, and she slowly uh, unfolded them. So she me that was great. I, I, and another thing, I think we had probably talked about this, and I think we've inadvertently touched on this way back in season one about how this wasn't a force centric show, at least at the time in season one. And how, at the time, it's funny to think of how improbable we all felt it was to see either the Force or see, like, lightsaber work. Like, just to see, like, Jedi-type shit. Mm -hmm. And then once we found out we were probably going to see it, it was like, ah, there was was a lot of skeptics. There was a lot of people, like, weren't on the fence. And, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I I wasn't skeptic. Like, I was for it, but I was also like, I hope – it's hard to say, like, it's hard to not have faith and trust in Favreau and Filoni to execute properly. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's just, like, it's just a fear, you know? Like, it's just, it's still, like, there. And so, oh, God, just seeing these lightsaber sequences, I was like, why would I have ever thought that this wouldn't be fucking dope? Okay, so how does the little light them together and pull them apart thing work? I think because they're, like, it's pure light, the fact that... I knew, I... Opening up against each other. Yeah. She can like kind of. Yeah, you can kind of. Like they'll stop each other. Magnet. They'll stop each other, and yeah. then as you pull away, they'll both start to keep going. That's exactly what I thought. That's, so, yeah, that's kind of what I, I like was to imagine it as like a magnet with opposite. So the guy who. Like kind of. Sorry, just, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the guy you're talking about, the one he saved. So mm-hmm. he he's Governor Wing, which he becomes at the end, or at least maybe was formerly. But so what's interesting about this? 
I feel so, I'm so proud. I can't wait to spit this out. I'm very, I, I'm just building some suspense because I'm just so proud of the fact that I was the one to discover this. Colton, you do this every time. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so his name is Wing Tao Chow. That's his real name. Um, so this guy is, has a big history with Disney, actually. He was a former Disney Imagineer, which any of my family and immediate, like, super close friends know that this was my dream job when I was a kid. So oh, yeah. just fun little nerd out for me. But he was instrumental mm-hmm. in Disney's expansion in China and Hong Kong. So when they went into those uh, nations as parks to get to create parks in those nations, he was like the like intermediary. He like set that shit up, which is super fucking cool to me. It, for well, for one, I said this character was so wholesome, and now hearing this, I'm like, oh my god, it really is so fucking wholesome. But like, this is just like makes the nerd of no, me that's so so fucking, fucking sweet. I love that. It just makes me so happy. Like, they re- see, but my what I'm trying to figure out is what's the connection? Like, do you think he reached out and was like, yo, I would really love to? No, nah, I'd be willing to bet man. Disney was like, yo, let's let's get this guy yeah i that's what i wonder i i just i'm curious i think there's cameos like that all the time i I would love to hear i would love to get the background of that because maybe it's like part of disney contracts it's like if you make so much money for disney you're automatically (laughs) allowed to to make cameos cameo of your tv shows i don't know maybe they just have an employee list and then they're just like random all right the random name generator just like the guy employee list all 270,000. (laughs) <laughs> well uh you know we uh we see these like hk hunter killer droids roaming through the uh, alleys and stuff and what's really cool is they have this logo on them as the logo for thrawn's seventh fleet now i did not notice this when i watched it it was later on on twitter whenever someone like brightened it a little bit and zoomed in and showed us but uh and i also would not have been able to recognize the logo i do not know what thrawn's seven fleet logo looks like without a uh, without the side by side and uh, so we see that, and then we uh, we also see a Lothcat, which another nice little nod to Rebels fans here. Uh, and I like the fact that Lothcats are just like not only on Lothal, so they have to be called something else. That's just what Lothal, the people from Lothal, called them. You know, or maybe they originated from Lothal. They're an invasive Perhaps. species. <laughs> an invasive species. You know what I really would love to see, and I know we'll never see it, but this would be awesome. I would love to get paid millions of dollars for this idea. Anyway, um. <laughs> So Disney hit me up. But uh, basically, like, my idea is, like, you know those documentaries Disney makes? Like, the Earth ones, and then it's, like, Antarctica, yeah. like penguins. Like, those are just, they're, like, one word. Like, what is this in the environment that we're showing you? Like, mm-hmm. they need to do that for Star Wars animals and, like, shit. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be like, super fucking cool. My biggest question, who do you narrate? Who narrates? Snoop Morgan Dog. Freeman. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> We're Snoop Dogg narrating off. anything is the We are vibe. just going off the wall. Snoop Dogg is on fire right now with some narrating and like commentating shit right I now. I love that, that dude. I love that dude. But storm. We digress. Ahsoka makes her way to the inner gate and so does Din. He extracts the, he instructs the citizens to get the fuck inside and he, uh, he faces off with the military advisor that he saw earlier and uh, he looks at Din and over his shoulder Ahsoka Tano standing on the wall behind him. And I was like, oh, this is fucking badass. And then she does a little flip off that thing and jumps on down. And uh, within the, uh, well, the man looks at Din. He says, you threw in with the Jedi, huh? And Din goes, looks that way. And uh, within the inner gate, Ahsoka faces off with Elsbeth. And they uh, 
They both decloak, prepared to fight, and the lightsaber meets Beskar, and this duel is badass from the jump. The way that they interact is so different than anything. Like, I don't know if we've ever seen a a saber interact with something in this fashion. Like, just the noises. The noise. It was so... Oh, it 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 sounded like metal being forged. Like, it it was so... high pitched ringing was so it was so cool everything about that sequence just the the choreography of the fight itself the way mm. that the blades in the, each you know the spear and the blade interacted and then the noise oh it was so good i think my favorite part was like the standoff sort of at the beginning like, oh yeah where they just oh, kind of like looked so at good, each like, other it was kind of like a like a draw <laughs> oh you know? man it was well we got another one of those which oh yeah but uh you know uh outside the man Talks his shit to Den. Who do you think's gonna win? Dude, I was yeah. dying. I was fucking rolling. That was so fucking I funny. That. I was dying. The whole room fell out when when me and Miles were watching that. And uh <laughs> and uh, he tries to play mind games, I think, but like obviously it's not gonna work on like it sounded like he was trying to get in Den's head and Den was just standing there like, dude, you have no <laughs> idea who you're talking to. Like Mando fought her for like 30 seconds and probably is sitting there like, oh my god, this bitch is like, fucking, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> probably something. Like I also that, but, like uh, to imagine that like Mando and this guy watching from outside, like not seeing it, just hearing it. Like, <laughs> I like to imagine this is like some tennis match shit. Like, this is what it feels like out, like if you're walking around a tennis court, just not watching, just listening, just like, who's gonna win? Is yeah, it my side? Just or is the, it your side? Then you, you have no idea. You're just playing off the grunts, bro. Just like what <laughs> what sounds like someone's fucking someone up. Like I, hey, man, I don't know. You, be you know, the but they they listen as the fight rages on inside the gates, and uh, Elspeth manages to knock away one of Ahsoka's sabers. And uh, the man continues to speak to Mando, saying that dying for this woman is not the right cause. And uh, Ahsoka finishes the battle, knocking the Beskar out of her hands. And the man outside lays his weapon down, and Din removes his hand from his blaster. Dumbass goes for a quick draw. It was just just fucking ridiculous. Don't go quick draw against Mando. This man will end yeah. your life in a second. And uh, you know he fails miserably. Oh, so and uh, here, Din greets the man and tells the citizens they're safe. And then a uh, HK droid emerges from over the roof, and he goes full the Force Awakens Han Solo and just blasts this bitch right through the head on on a dime. Just. Gone, and it's funny. I actually really like these droid things. We didn't get much to like make them seem super like cool. Like they didn't do anything like super badass. But like I just thought these things were cool. Like I don't know. It was an mm-hmm. interesting. I just thought uh, it was like they were interesting and they were kind of cool to me. And like they had a little more them. eerie. They had a little more eerie of a vibe than like any other like imperial anything that like comes out. Like they, these definitely seemed a little bit more intimidating. Like I'm not saying like fuck Mando up type intimidating, but like. Definitely capable of doing some damage type shit. Like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, what's interesting. Yeah, what's interesting is these are actually based off uh, designs by Ralph McQuarrie, the original Star Wars uh, concept artist for Empire oh, Strikes awesome. Back. This was going to be one of the. Uh, this was going to be one of the bounty hunters where like Bosk, IG Eleven, Boba Fett, all of them are talking to Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back. That's what this HK droid was for originally. Mm. They ended up going with IG Eleven or IG eighty eight at the time. Hmm. And, uh, you know, back inside the gate, Ahsoka holds Elspeth at lightsaber point and asks, where is your master? Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Oh, shit. Where's Smurf boy? <laughs> Where we were sitting at, someone goes, who's that? 
Yeah. Colton, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure whenever we watched that, me and you were the only two people who recognized who that was, but I knew both of us were so happy about oh, it. Oh, I know. I, lo- I immediately looked back to you. I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh shit. And I think this was like, because of this cutaway here after, uh, you know, the, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? I think this was kind of like a soft pilot. It's like, this is what an Ahsoka series is going to feel like. Oh, uh-huh. They're putting a the few. Oh, I fucking love, oh, god damn, that's a good fucking. I would be so okay with a series that is just literally every episode is like this. Do you this think, why? I, think I think that's where we're headed. I think we're going to get an Ahsoka series in which she's hunting down Grand Admiral Thrawn. This is why you should be getting paid the big bucks for this shit. That was fucking good, dude. Yes. This think... is definitely a feeler. Absolutely. I think they're seeing what the reception is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You think Ahsoka's done in this series? Not necessarily. I, not. I I think she could pop up again, but uh, I don't think she'll have as massive a narrative impact as we may have thought she would. Um, well, there is the possibility. I, sorry, I, I, I need to keep jumping. I feel really bad. I feel like I've no, done this since we started, but like the whole pod. But anyway, no, I I think them opening the door to another Jedi is a way for them trying to a give us enough to be like, oh, it's Ahsoka. Like, give get the familiarity, put the feelers out, like we just kind of said. But opening up that window with like somebody else, like maybe being a savior. I think that that is them like being able to like, dude, honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like sit there and tell you no, if you told me that like, they honestly don't know, like, like if you told me, they were like, well, we're going to see what reception is about Ahsoka. If we feel like we can maybe do a spinoff, we're going to leave her out kind of like not be as important. And then we'll bring somebody back or introduce somebody that's going to be like badass, like a Jedi, you know, maybe, maybe, or I think it could just. I think they could just keep Ahsoka. I, I like if you told me that that like they had those two like forks open, I, I wouldn't deny. I, I would. I could see it. Yeah, for I sure. Just, I just realized it so they know. But like, you know what I mean? They I have know. so many potential spinoff opportunities now. So because they have many. the Cara Dune, uh, Grief Karga spinoff. They have a Ahsoka spinoff. They Boba have Fett. A, Bo- a Boba Fett, a potential Bo Katan, a potential. If they decide to make whoever they decide to bring in as the other Jedi, assuming it's literally anyone other than Luke, another spinoff as we figure out either who the fuck this dude is that or this person is that's saying I'm the Jedi that, you know, is going to train baby uh, Grogu or if it's um, if it's uh, Mace Windu, how did Mace Windu survive? They're going to have a spinoff about that. There could be it is. Tailor made for amazing. I love it because there's so so much much, story not done yet. We have so much much Star Wars TV show to go, and I love it. (laughs) And we're going to talk about every single one of them. Uh, We don't see how this interaction between Elsbeth and uh, Ahsoka ends, which tells me that this character will be back in a potential Ahsoka series. Oh fuck that! I don't like her. Get her out of here. I don't like her. I really liked her. I like the way she felt. Yeah. I don't know. I no. I think she's a, like. Don't get me wrong. I, I she's portrayed really well, and like her villain, like her villain, like. Oh yeah, I don't like, like her or anything. But, but like, like, I just didn't. I don't know. She was just. I don't know. It's Ahsoka's first adversary. I just wanted to fuck her up so bad. Like, <laughs> fuck out. Like, I didn't like the way she felt like she could fuck with Ahsoka. Shit. I didn't. You know. We but. next cut to the uh, like the whole city celebrating and declaring the uh, the man that didn't spoke to earlier, uh, Governor Wang, uh, the 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 new magistrate of the of Corvus and uh 
Ahsoka gives Mando the Beskar spear, and he jokes around saying that uh, he he shouldn't have it. I didn't finish the job. And uh, she says that uh, it belongs with the Mandalorian, and he takes it. And uh, then, like, real slowly and, like, real sadly, he goes, "Um, I'm going to go grab the kid. He's back on the ship. You stay here. (laughs) All right. I have a question. Oh, my bad, Joseph. This is really quick. Whenever Ahsoka handed Mando the spear, they both grabbed at the same time. I I I knew this Stop. was going to be my computer wallpaper. No, 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 not sexual tension. No, oh, okay. it's okay. the coolest well, wallpaper. For that, just, like, I know, for I know, sure. you guys can't see it, but just that moment, I guess, oh, that, okay. right there. Yeah, that's, that's a wallpaper. That oh, is, for, a right for a second, when it was like catching the light wrong, it looked like they were fist bumping. Like there yeah. was here and they were <laughs> nice. fist bumping. I, and I was like, that's a wallpaper. Joseph, I think all three of us thought you were going to take that line of thought. You immediately too. did. They were all grabbing it together. So much sexual tension. All of you did. <laughs> all of you had an audible reaction immediately before. <laughs> I, I dropped yeah. back in my seat and shook my head. I said, think no. About, think about, no, that tells more about you than us, Joseph. That just tells <laughs> what you have set yourself up as. That's either, either with the eating baby Yoda shit or the sexual <laughs> tension shit. I love it though. I love it. Um, uh, my thought, sorry, I, I, oh, yeah, I my thought I had really quick was just: Do you think season one, before he meets Bo-Katan and before he really gets into Baby Yoda and like being kind of more, I guess, less less hard to know? I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like he's definitely softened up since season one for sure. Nobody can no deny that. So, do you think, and especially after his recent encounter with Bo-Katan and the whole taking the mask off and kind of like taking, I guess, the luster off being such a like hard like like about Mandalorian, you know, like a, I guess what I'm trying to say, like the extremist version that we were just, we kind of talked about. Do you think season one mm-hmm. Mando yeah. before all of that would have accepted the spear? If that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, I think he'd have been like, well, cause like he legitimately denies his signet. That's what I was going to say. Because he was helped by an exactly enemy. What I was going to say is, uh, I don't know, because that line that Ahsoka said, like, it belongs with the Mandalorian, it was kind of like a way of saying, like, the Jedi, or I am okay with the Mandalorian. I, I agree, not- but I don't know if before Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. I don't know if he, I still don't know if that's enough. I don't, I don't think that like had, the. That. I, don't, I don't think it had a big impact on him yet. I yeah, think whenever no. they go back is whenever it's it. going to be like, I, you know I really what? like it and I want to buy it. And I am I have said it and I am buying it. Fuck everyone else. It's my it's my world and you are all living in it. Do you, do you think Bo-Katan has this huge impact on him because of all the just heated sexual tension between them? Do you think that oh, plays I mean, a big role in any, it? Any woman character that comes in yeah. with uh, – and that's in opposition to Din is obviously going to have sexual tension. Well, yeah. All right. I mean, we're going to get a total curveball, and it's just going to be just a head out. Lady Mando uh, <laughs> uh, 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 affair going on. Yep. It's, I'm sorry, Joseph. I couldn't resist the opportunity. All right. It's all good. <laughs> but, you know, you know, Din gets back to the ship, and uh, Grogu is fast asleep, and he, uh, he heads to the baby. He says, wake up. It's time to say goodbye. The next shot we get is Din just sitting there with baby on with Grogu on his knee, and he's just—he doesn't move. He's just like, hmm. and like I think, you can feel you can feel the sad boy energy radiating off the shot. Just like I God, think, damn, Baby Yoda or Grogu heard him and just stayed asleep just so he could have him for a little longer because oh, that'd be you know sweet. they thought they were separating right then and there. Mm-hmm. But, oh. That'd be really cute. And uh, we next see him preparing Grogu to be passed on to Ahsoka. And 
he picks him up and carries him off the ship and Ahsoka approaches and says, oh, and you know, this goodbye took so long that Ahsoka disregarded his instructions saying, stay here. And she was like, fuck it. I got to go out there. <laughs> he just sat there with him on his knee for like 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't want to leave. I, I still leave. see your shadows in my, oh, so funny. We just... <laughs> uh, but uh, she says, you're like a father to him. I cannot train him. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then uh, he says, hey, you made a deal. I held up my end. And I was like, I can totally tell this man's like hardly disappointed. <laughs> he's, he's like, you made it. You made a deal. But like, OK, it's like, we had oh, no, deal. stop it. Don't say that. Don't say that I have to keep baby. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she, she explains oh, no, here that I they're making don't fall. <laughs> she explains that there may be a way for this child to get trained. She says, take him to the planet Tython, which has deep, deep expanded universe roots. Uh, place him on the seeing stone. And if he reaches out through the force, a Jedi might sense him and come and save him. But there aren't many Jedi left. Okay. See, here's where I get so fucking like, I don't know what to think because if Ahsoka doesn't want to train him because of Mando and those feelings that she's afraid of, and now obviously Ahsoka is going to be really sensitive to this because of her relationship to Anakin. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to buy that Mace Windu would train him f- for the exact same reason because that's he why, thought Anakin and he wouldn't let Anakin no. onto the council. So like, that's why I, feel like I don't they're think one in the same in that regard. I think, I, I think that we have a potential of maybe seeing more than one Jedi come to the aid of you know, oh, just a family. Just a, I think. And, oh, everybody train this motherfucker. He's going to be the most badass motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. I think you also have to remember though, the character that Mace Windu is and the, the hatred he has for Anakin. So he's just going to be in his mind. He's going to be like, I'm going to prove Anakin wrong, prove him that you can, you can, you can allow all these attachments and prove that Anakin's just a whiny little bitch. <laughs> well, also, Mason would do taps into the dark side, and that's part of his character as well. You know, he's, he, I don't buy that. I think he does. I, I don't think he does. I think he does. I think he's, I know he has the purple lightsaber and it's like blue and red, make purple. No, well, like, that's why, that's why like Yoda never fully Yoda. accepted him and that's why he was always second in command. I don't know. No, I that's, feel, that's a fair, that's so a fair little. I feel like it would be the perfect trainer because like if he's already had this, you know, little dark or he's going towards the dark See, side. And I don't disagree. I get what you're saying here. But the, the thing is, is that Mace Windu was a fucking cop when it came to, oh. Je- to the Jedi Council's rules. Yeah, he is that's a like, devout follower of, like, the Order yeah. and shit. Like, that's, I, why, yeah. that's why I just don't want to buy that. Like, see, to me, that, it shocks me because Ahsoka's so, like, I'm no Jedi type shit. And she's going to deny training this man. But we're Well, yeah. Well, she explains why. It's well, no, pretty I, I get it. Yeah. Like I told you, like, her being so close to Anakin, I definitely understand. And I think her ref- her saying that she's seen what it can do, that's every bit of confirmation we need. But I just, like, I don't know what I want to believe because, like, it's so hard for me to buy that after what Mace Windu has done, like, in his past. Like, what he – again, believed. I think Mace just wants to make Anakin look like a bitch. That's why it's going to be Luke Skywalker who shows up, the person who's already conquered his attachments and – that. See, to me, what's – see, what's crazy to me is this has just dawned on me and, like, since I started talking about this – 
if you would have told me by the end of this episode that I would be most like receptive to Luke Skywalker being the Jedi that comes in, like you, if you would have told me that'd be the one I'd buy the most, I'd have been like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, gang. It's the only one that makes sense. But like, I, it like, really I'm, is. Like, in terms of why Ahsoka denied it, I don't believe Maceman Windu would do it either. Yeah, exactly. I think we're either seeing someone new, someone, you know, or I say new, but like we're seeing someone different, Once or again, it's Luke. We can see I a potential think... Ezra Bridger. Or we could see yeah, someone I, evil. It's not only going to be a good Jedi. It, it, or it, it could be an Inquisitor, you know, because, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see someone on the stone. They're just going to be aware of think, him. I don't like, think I don't Inquisitors think, are really yeah. around anymore. Really? This uh, is like the... six years after the fall of the Empire. I feel I'm like not... most of the Inquisitors are either dead or just kind of gave up. It's true. Or are yeah, just kind I had of to, I had to reset empire. myself in the timeline a couple times watching this episode because it is interesting watching Ahsoka thinking this mm-hmm. is after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. which is just strange because like she takes place between three and four, so this whole episode taking place after Episode six yes. is just weird. Yeah, I don't know. This is but it's it really makes, weird on who's going to pop up. Because like, oh yeah, I'm not. Like, I, I don't. Ha- I'm mean, not like trying to poke no, holes. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know, but it's just so weird because of how time is distorted. Given when the movies were released, when like when the movies were released, when they take place, and where like those fit in terms of like release and timeline, like canon. It's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. bro, my first Star Wars movies that I grew up watching were like one, two, and three. Those were yeah. came out when I was a child. So like, that's crazy as fuck. And like, well, yeah, uh, like the only one that came out, uh, like. Phantom Menace came out in 1999, so I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, I wasn't either. Man, I I don't know. It. I mean, just saying, like you know, off Mace Windu's morals that he wouldn't teach Grogu. It doesn't mean that he won't show up. You know, that's that's true. And I have a theory regarding him showing up too. Yeah, I think uh, you know Boba Fett's been trailing my dude Din for quite some time, and if you know Mace Windu shows up. That's gonna send Boba Fett into a fucking. He's fit. gonna want revenge. That's the guy who decapap- he, That's the man who decapitated my father. He's gonna want. I've gotta, hell I've gotta fight that man right here, right now. I think, mate, like wildest take I have is that this season of The Mandalorian, we get Boba Fett versus Mace Windu to the death. I think I can almost predict the scene. Mace Windu's walking up. You know, he's he meets Grogu and and Mando, and and then. A blaster, you know, we hear a blaster, the and then boom. Mace Windu turns on his lightsaber and blocks it, and then just we get a shot of of Boba Fett, you know, just with his blaster out, just fucking mean face, just oh, I want to murder this guy. Oh, mm. dude, that'd be so fucking. Here's okay. an idea though, along that vein of thought though. Okay, Boba Fett kills Mace Windu, then I, I would have Boba Fett, yeah. and then Baby Yoda gets Manda gets Mace's <sighs> lightsaber. <laughs> Baby Yoda gets the purple blade. See, that's what I was going to ask you though. Do you think he still has his lightsaber? Because it, uh, it came yeah, off. They seem to get pretty separated. Yeah. Didn't it come yeah. off with his hand? That came yeah. off. Yeah. So like, I think he would have found I mean, it though. I, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I see. I don't. That's where I don't know. Like, Luke's fell out of fucking Sky City and was still okay. Like, I guess it's hard for me to like say that Mace Windu's fell and broke. But like, what the that fuck? is fair. It well, did Luke fall did literally not, out of Sky City. Luke so. technically didn't get his blue lightsaber back. Either. No, I know he didn't, but it was okay. But it survived. It did sit, right? That's yeah, it did survive. Yeah. Uh, Ray, yeah, Ray. 
and then gave it to Ray. And then Ray. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. like I said, it, it may, it survived the fall from wherever the fuck Sky City is. So like, it gotta be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Mesa's fell from that, I don't feel like it would. But dude, oh, oh my not. god, I'm so fucking like this. My mind is blown. I felt like I was from a pretty wide like perspective, and then like Colton said that shit, and immediately I was like, wow, I was tunnel visioned as fuck. Oh yeah. I think if we get Mace Windu, he's 100% dying to Boba Fett. 100%. I don't think there's any way he's coming out. I see, but that's where I that's, see that's where you lose me again because you touched on it earlier, and I've talked about it a couple times now after you said it, but. That story is so untapped. I feel like it would feel... Yeah, but what's the point of telling the story here at what would pretty much be the end of this dude's life anyway? I guess that's true. Like, we'll have to get, like, a a time filler thing showing how he survived and stuff. But, like, you know, like, before... The in-between. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Damn. There are so many directions. There's so many things they can do. But, you know, Din thanks uh, Ahsoka one last time, and she tells him, may the Force be with you. I'm assuming here Grogu tells Ahsoka goodbye as he boards the ship through the Force because Ahsoka, like, gives him a nod and a smile. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. They were totally still talking. I was, like, in my head, I'm like, when I put in my notes, I was like, but she's so happy. What's she, like, why didn't she go with them? She's so happy. She, like, smiled. That's why she didn't go with them? I guess. It just reminds her of Anakin too much. My question is, is what's left for her there? Is she gonna hang out there for a little bit? Is she gonna bounce to the next place, kind of like we talked about earlier? I don't, that's where, like, what's, I guess what stops her from, is her duty to go to these planets, just go one by one and just fix shit that's fucked up. Well, she's searching for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, she's not going planet to planet to fix shit. She's going planet to planet to find Thrawn. That doesn't seem very efficient, but yeah, I get you. Whenever I first thought about who would come, you know, to the planet and, and greet them, I first thought it would be Ahsoka. I thought it was kind of like... Yeah, like she'd be like, realize it's her path. Yeah, because that's, say, Haha, jokes. that's what the scene stone does. And then like, she sees like, oh shit, like I'm I'm supposed to save this guy. Oh, like and... some Doctor Strange, like looking through the fucking... Oh, mm-hmm. through the noise! <laughs> yeah, I I think that like that's also a distinct possibility, and if that's the case, then Ahsoka becomes a much larger part of the series. Yeah, and I I would love that because I think uh, if any Ahsoka is good, Ahsoka. Yeah, and see, that's the thing is that like we still have this problem that like no matter what Jedi shows up, is Din actually going to hand this kid off? Not a chance. He's going to take part in the training. And, okay, see, so I don't think now, it really. Now we oh, see, and I think that's a possibility. But like, I also think there's only like a select few Jedi who would really be there for that. Ah, uh, exactly. I think and Luke would be there for that. And I think why, Ahsoka would be there uh-huh, for that. That's what I was going to say because Ahsoka's already seen firsthand how helpful Mando can be in this training process, given the attachment. And if she would decide that it was going to be okay to let this attachment kind of like be a thing, I guess, if she's going to kind of throw some shit to the wayside and ignore shit, that's to me where she's like, see, I don't think they're separating the kid. And I don't think they're separating Grogu and Mando. I just don't think I think it's cemented the scene where Grogu only listened to Mando kind of cemented. They're going to eat the train together. If they do train at all. This is just, we have went down a, like, such a massive rabbit hole with all of this shit. I literally am so excited because we don't know. Like, we have thrown out a good series. And, like, I mean, shit. 
funny thing is we threw out so many and the odds of one of them hitting, I'm not going to say are like zero. Cause like we tend to be pretty on this shit, but like, I, I, mean, I mean, the ones we've thrown well, out today have been pretty like, they have think. to be reaching. They have to be reaching because we have zero no, clue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't want to say I mean to say Colton, uh, Colton's very good at hitting. And then we just, <laughs> also, I can't wait for all of us to be wrong. And it's just a complete fucking curveball. I oh, yeah, don't think it'll like happen. Catfish pulls up. I don't think it'll happen this season at all. I think, I mean, Moth Gideon's been tracking them this entire time, and I think he's going to show up. Joseph, stop talking. Quit throwing these these out there because you're just going into existence. It's not going to happen. There's more Bo-Katan stuff that needs to happen. There's more Moth Gideon stuff that needs to happen. So you think after Bo-Katan and Din come back together to fight Moth Gideon, then they head to Tython? I think the season finale is setting or Grogu on the yes. scene stone. I, I think that's the season finale. We don't you, get who it is. So much sense, oh, or we just get, or we just get at the very end, you motherfucker, and then it ends. <laughs> that's it. That's the, the end, fuck? dude. I yeah. hate you for that because it makes motherfucker. You send it makes a lot of sense. It, oh, dude, how perfect of a season finale would it be if they place Grogu on the scene no. stone? We get a, like a time lapse, no. and then no. we hear no. Luke Sky Luke Skywalker walks up. The camera pans to him. I'm telling you, no, because there's you're nothing else. Be, making a fucking dark figure with a cloak on, and we're gonna have no fucking idea who it is. And then exactly. I don't dude, think I they'll do that to Friday. us. I can't make it Thursday at two a.m. to Thursday at. 2 am for this shit i can't wait fucking seven or eight months for this shit i've lived in the era of streaming i've been show strictly i've never watched a tv on schedule this is the first <laughs> fucking time i can't handle that my mom talks about friends when she was young and she watched friends and would have to wait and i think about that shit like wow they really didn't know if ross and rachel were going to end up together meanwhile I <sighs> from season one to season nine and be done with it and i know and it's happily ever after i can't you handle that shit i can't fucking handle it <laughs> wow. so that's how it happens I I don't think they'll do a cliffhanger. I don't think they'll do a cliffhanger. I think, no. I, think I think your worries are fine. No, I, don't I think, think they, they will. do that. Bi- I don't think they do that big will. of a cliffhanger. They've been. Oh, they've I think been it'll teasing. be a cliffhanger, but I don't think it'll be like mm. like. Oh, we or, don't even know who okay, it is. Yeah. I think we'll know Gideon who it is. Alive was a big cliffhanger. You know, at the time we kind of take it for granted now, but they're they're kind of have to one up their cliffhangers. And what well, better cliffhanger would be of just hearing like a, a voice, a familiar voice, and you know that that would lead so much hype into the next season. Well, and that that's a cliffhanger that's acceptable because at least we know who it is. They're not going to do just like enough, a, a, a shadowy figure with a hood exactly. on walking up where you have no clue who it is. That's like that's too hard of a cliffhanger where I think people would just get. Pissed. I'm still not sold that we're not getting that though. Just so we're. Do you think? Uh, do you think Grogu had a lightsaber at one time to train with? Uh, I don't Not think yet. I think he's probably too young. Well, really, he's my fifty. Well, because bro. there's a Jedi. There's a Jedi. Uh, there's a uh, the Clone Wars arc where the younglings don't get their lightsabers until they're actually becoming Padawans. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. But I mean, he's fifty, bro. He's fifty, but he's body he's wise, he, like, he's not a Padawan yeah. yet. But like, whenever Anakin was murking him, all the kids had lightsabers, and they yeah, had their. They were Padawans. You know, blocking them with the little ball that shot little projectiles. I think those stuff. were Padawans. So why, why is it so crazy? Well, because, to think because this guy's a, because he's, he's three, he's two feet tall and he's, a, he's a toddler. Bro, yeah. we don't know what he's capable of. I, I, I mean, if he had a lightsaber, the thing didn't do shit enough. to anybody. He has not moved quick enough at all one time in the show to let me believe he could wield it. He is it. hiding his also, powers. That, Ahsoka also, literally Joseph, said it. 
he can't speak. <laughs> doesn't need to. He can't speak. Joseph. He doesn't need to, bro. He He's doesn't a toddler need to. still. Dude, Ahsoka's literally said to Mando, he is hiding his powers out of fear. Baby Yoda. Yeah, but I don't think he'd be doing that anymore. So on that note, we're going to leave it. We're going to head into next week, Season 2, Chapter 14. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. See, this is where it gets like, this is about to get fucking All gas weird. the rest of the season. We're not yeah. And there's so little chilling. left, and I hate it. There's three episodes. Have they announced when season three is coming out yet? Yes, uh, October 2021. Oh, 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 oh no. my God. Okay, wait. Do we get Kenobi before that or no? Not no, even. That would be, that'll be <laughs> early 2022. Yeah. What am I going to do for like eight months? We asked the same thing. We asked the same thing a year ago. I know. I we're going to watch WandaVision in January. I know we are. I know we are. But like, God, I, this is already here. I want more of this right now. Damn it. Oh, I can't wait till I have the chance to rip apart these pre or sequel movies. Oh, I just, ugh. Whenever we get to that. Whenever we get to that. And we will. Uh, but this has been the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank Poopy you. guy checking out. <laughs> poopy guy checking thank uh, you miles buttress anytime man hey maybe even next week thank <laughs> you tyler barnett no problem glad to be here glad, glad that you were here again this was the penny bloom podcast peace love and bloom and always praise camp